This is Joan Boney speaking. We begin today at Exodus 5. This is the first time Moses and Aaron have met with Pharaoh. Start at verse 1. And afterward Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. Verse 3 And they said, The God of the Hebrews met with us. Let us go, we pray thee, three days journey unto the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And the king of Egypt said unto them, Wherefore do ye, Moses and Aaron, let the people from their works get you to your burdens? And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land now are many, and ye make them rest from their burdens. As a penalty to Moses and Aaron, Pharaoh is going to deal very harshly with the children of Israel. Verse 6, And Pharaoh commanded the same day, the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, Ye shall no more give the people straw to make brick as heretofore. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. And the tale of the bricks, the number of bricks, which they did make heretofore, ye shall lay upon them. Don't reduce their burden. They have to produce the same amount of bricks and they have to go out and gather their own straw to make the bricks. Ye shall not diminish aught thereof, for they be idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let their more work be laid upon the men that they may labor therein, and let them not regard vain words. Verse 10, And the taskmaster of the people went out, and their officers, and they spake to the people, saying, Thus saith Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go get your own straw where you can find it. Yet not Aught of your work shall be diminished. You must produce the same amount of brick. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters hastened them, saying, Fulfill your works, your daily task, as when there was straw. And the officers of the children of Israel, which Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten 
and demanded, Wherefore have ye not fulfilled your task in making brick, both yesterday and today, as heretofore? Now we know God will win out in this, but the children of Israel didn't know that. Exodus 5, verse 15. Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried unto Pharaoh, saying, Wherefore dealest thou thus with thy servants? Why are you treating us that way? There is no straw given unto us, and they say to us, Make brick, and behold, thy servants are beaten, but the fault is in thine own people. But he, Pharaoh, said to them, Ye are idle, ye are idle. Therefore ye say, Let us go and do sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now and work. For there shall no straw be given to you, yet ye shall deliver the tale of the bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel did see that they were in evil case after it was said, Ye shall not minish aught from your bricks of your daily task. Verse 20. And they met with Moses and Aaron, who stood in the way as they came forth from Pharaoh. And they said unto them, The Lord look upon you and judge, because ye have made our savor to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh, and in the eyes of his servants, to put a sword in their hand to slay us. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Lord, wherewith hast thou so evil entreated this people? And why is it thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath done evil to this people, neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. One time I said to God, I hope you know what you're doing. We're going to lose this case. A woman had sued me, and God told me not to testify. Everybody got mad at me. My own side got mad at me. I never dreamed I would have all that opposition from my own people. The woman who worked for me and witnessed it got mad at me because she said, now the burden's on me since you're not going to testify. I said, well, but what can I do? I've heard from God, don't testify. I can't testify. That did not appease her one bit. Then the man I was dating at the time said, Joan, you're not doing this girl any good by not testifying. I said, I'm not trying to do this girl any good. I'm trying to obey God, and he has told me don't testify. 
I told my lawyer, you might not want to represent me because I can't testify. God has told me, don't testify. He said, oh, no, we'll represent you because Flo will testify. When we got to court, the judge was fooling with his papers and basically ignoring everybody until he saw on his papers I wasn't going to testify. And then he looked directly at me and said, you're not testifying? I said, no, sir. My lawyer, the second day of the trial, came to me and said, Joan, Flo's testimony didn't go as well as I had expected. But if you will testify, we will win this case. And I said, well, let me see. And I got up and left the courtroom, went to the ladies' room, said to God, what do you want me to do? And I heard, don't testify. I went back into the courtroom. The lawyer looked at me from the desk, and I just shook my head no, and nobody fooled with me after that. The trial went on for two full days, and that's when I said to God, you're going to cause us to lose this case. Well, he didn't. We did not lose. We won. And I did not testify. No telling what would have happened if I testified. God caused us to win. At least I knew it was God who caused us to win. So I really understand being attacked by your church people. That's exactly what happens when you do what God said to do. Exodus 6. So Moses has just said to God, You haven't done anything to deliver the people. Exodus 6, verse 1, Then the Lord said unto Moses, now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name God Almighty. But my name, Jehovah, was I not known to them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan and the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. Verse 5. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage. And I have remembered my covenant. Verse 6. Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under burdens of the Egyptians, and I will rid you of their bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretched out hand and with great judgments. And I will take you to me for a people, and I will be to you a God, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out 
from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will bring you unto the land concerning which I did swear to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And I will give it you for an heritage. I am the Lord. Verse 9 And Moses spake so unto the children of Israel, but they hearkened not unto Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. In music, we are going to play for you now movement number four of Beethoven's second symphony, played by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, Sir Thomas Beecham, conductor. 1957, London. You may wonder, why aren't we hearing 2020? Why aren't we hearing 2023 recordings? Are they not available? Yes, they are. Some of the greatest music ever recorded was recorded by these conductors of the 1950s. We are fortunate to be able to have these. When I choose the person to play for you, I have sometimes 40 or 50 orchestras to choose from all over Europe, all over the United States. I listen to several recordings before making the decision of what you will hear. And this was an excellent conductor and orchestra. The Royal Philharmonic, Sir Thomas Beecham, 1957 recording from a performance in London. Thank you. 